0: Welcome to the Need More Buffs podcast, the unofficial Lightseekers podcast sponsored by DeliveryCrab.com. DeliveryCrab.com, your number one source for Lightseekers cards and three points of healing. Welcome back to another episode of Need More Buffs. I hope this means that you like what you've been hearing and you want to hear some more. And that's exactly what I got for you. Today we have our first guest from the community. His name is Jake, and I met him in the Online Lightseekers League. For those of you who are unfamiliar, the Online Lightseekers League is actually just a Discord server where a bunch of us get together and talk Lightseekers all the time. And if you want, you can actually participate in our our, our weekly matches. It's actually broken up into seasons, which are, I think, about two months long. And we're paired up each week for an official match and we hand out prizes at the end of the season and that type of thing. So if, if you want more information about that, I'll, I'll leave a link to the Discord server in the show notes. The show notes for this episode, of course, can be found at deliverycrab.com slash 004. That's deliverycrab.com slash 004. That's the episode number. In addition to... The show notes having all those helpful links and a little more information about this stuff. It is also going to have the Lightseekers deck list that Jake is going to share with us today. So if you want to head over there, follow along, or if you just want to look it up later, you're not sure what all the cards do, you want to take a closer look at them, maybe pick them up from Delivery Crab, whatever the case may be, it's all going to be for you right there in the show notes. I think I've done enough talking for now, so here's this week's interview. Welcome once again to Need More Buffs. I'm your host, Matt Sonnenberg, and today I have with me a fellow player that I met uh, for the first time actually on the Online Lightseekers League. This is Jake. Welcome. Hey, Matt. How's it going? I'm, it's it's going well. Um, so... For the people who don't know you out there, uh, if you'd get, like to give us a little bit of a background about yourself, perhaps specifically geared towards the TCG market, um, do you have any background?
1: Yeah, I do. Um, I've been playing TCGs um, for about 17 years now. Wow. Um, maybe a bit longer, yeah. When uh, when Pokemon first came out, I was uh, I was 10, so I was the target market for it.
0: Yeah, um, that makes sense.
1: That's it. Then Yu Gi Oh. Um, back when you couldn't get the cards in English, me and my friends were playing it in Japanese. Uh, we didn't know what we were doing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I was just about to ask. It's like, do do you speak Japanese?
1: I, I don't know. Uh, okay. So we, okay, we just recognized uh, cards from the show and uh, we just made our own rules for it. Wonderful. But uh, really, I I held off any competitive card play um, until about two or three years ago when I started with Pokemon. Okay. I, I uh started a league down where i live and uh, became a league professor so uh, nice. yeah i played competitively in tournaments yeah and then i went to uh, went to a fair few uh, regionals we had some uh, intercontinental ones as well went abroad to play um, but now i'm just focused on uh, on light seekers and uh, i guess a little bit of buddy fight as well
0: fair enough um, so that th- th- that leads into the next big question is how did you actually hear about Lightseekers? I mean, it, it, it's still relatively in its infancy. And so I'm always curious how people came to know that it even exists.
1: You know what? Um, I, I I can't even remember. I, I remember looking at it when it was a Kickstarter. Okay. And, um, going through, but as I was just looking through, I didn't see it, it had a TCG element. So, um, i was like oh the miniatures or the figures are cool but it's it's not really my thing so i just moved on but one of the things i like to do is um i just like to go online just have a look at any any new card games i can find any news about new tcgs um like and how different games are, are coming out and i think i may have stumbled onto the lightseekers website okay and uh Yeah, from from there, I was I was hooked. I um, never went to any conventions or anything. I just ordered a starter box, Um, one of the 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 Tech Star pack from Chaos Cards, which is a shop uh, in the UK. And uh, yeah, from there, just absolutely hooked with it.
0: So, have you you had any issues or problems finding the cards locally?
1: No, you know um, I can see. I've, I've been reading. It seems that some people have, but. For, uh, for me, it's been an abundance of product uh, just Wonderful. about everywhere.
0: That's, that, that, yeah, that's well, great to hear, yeah.
1: We, um, normally, Chaos Cards uh, down here is a big distributor for just about every every TCG going. Okay. And they had loads of stock in, so I was able to buy um, two tech decks right off the back of each other yeah, without any problems. Um, my local shop um, now stocks it as well, the decks and booster packs. And um, another company sells singles, so I've been able to uh, to pick up just about everything I need.
0: That's good to hear, good to hear. Um, so, I guess now for the main portion of why we brought you on here is we want to discuss, I, I is it safe to say it's your favorite deck? Or... Yeah, it's my
1: favorite. Okay. Yeah, it's my favorite and go-to.
0: So, do you, do you i ha- I know a lot of people like to name their decks, especially when they come upon a favorite. Do you yep. have a specific name for this?
1: No, I just name it after the, uh, after the hero. So, um, it's Impex the Insane. It's just, uh, Impex aggro.
0: Fair enough. G- good to know. Good to know. Um, so yeah, why don't you start by just kind of running down the list of what is in this deck I'll, I'll i'll have this up on the website in the show notes if for anybody that wants to take a look at it later but just give me a quick rundown of what's in this deck and then we'll dive into it kind of card by card and see why you put it together way, the way you did
1: all right yeah sure no problem um well as i guess everyone uh has already guessed that the hero is Impex the insane sure uh your five combos are going to be shatterblast Time Flicker, Overwhelming Blast, Smart Bomb, and Nitro Heal. Okay. So, love those. We're we'll going into the attacks. Two Crazed Bomber, three Tyrax Mercenary, three Fumbling Alchemist, and three Looper. And uh, let's go to the Defense. One Umbron Marauder, three Fountain of Time, two Warp Toad, two Tyrax Historian and three Tyrax Fixer. And finally, probably my favorite part <laughs> of the game, uh, the buffs, three Colossi Cannon, three Maniacal Machine, and two Regen Chamber. Awesome. And that's a 30-card deck, plus your five combos.
0: Wonderful. Yes, that, as you alluded to, yeah, the buffs in this game are definitely where it's at. I mean, the fact that they're rotating buffs, I, I personally have never... Uh, run across that in any other TCG before. That's kind of like their their unique factor.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's something that always captures new people um, when I'm down in the store demoing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, every, every TCG plays cards, but to have these things spin on the field
0: exactly. uh,
1: always brings over people to have a look at uh, what's going on.
0: So how did you put this deck together did you do, you do you start with the hero or do you start with the combos or do you have a specific play style you're going after where where do you begin
1: yeah right okay so this isn't um by any means like a first draft uh, i've just gone through it time and time again taking bits out putting bits in um but normally for me it's play style straight away i, I think to myself you know what do i want to do um and i know that as i said before because i like to start a lot of new ccgs often what's strongest in new ccgs is aggro lists definitely um, i feel like control uh, always comes later on in uh, in future sets but the thing that always comes out first is the ability to deal damage quickly so uh straight up i uh, I saw and i and i saw colossi cannon as well and i fell in love with it so <laughs> i wanted to build <laughs> i wanted to do something with that definitely and uh but my, my first hero was actually jacks
0: Okay, um, yeah.
1: But moving on, um, I chose Impex uh, for his life at 32 health. He's, uh, he's your biggest, he's your toughest hero, you know, uh, for your tech faction. And I thought he was a good base to, uh, to build the rest of the
0: deck. Fair enough. I, I, I have heard some people complain that they think the, the, the starting health is actually kind of overvalued. Ah right, yeah. Have you run into any like? Have you played enough to notice a difference between someone who starts at like twenty eight health as opposed to thirty two?
1: Right now, I think this depends on what that you are playing because I also um, I run like a Cora um, deck list, um, which is just all heals. You know, uh, all
0: healing. Yes, definitely. Yeah,
1: trying to get off that passive. Um, you know, like one point of, uh, of of that like chip damage every basically with every card you play, um, and. Yeah, you're completely right. I think uh, you can have value. if you're playing a deck that has a lot of healing or that can consistently heal. I don't think it matters too much because you know you can you can put down Cora and you can play um, you can play Healing Frog, you know, and you can get up to 34 health. You know, turn one. You know, you, you're higher than Impact straight away. Yeah. Um, and if if you can do that, that's great, you know. But uh, this deck doesn't run a lot of uh, a lot of sustainability. So you have to start high uh, otherwise you're going to get you're going to get taken out
0: pretty quick. All right, that, that's that's good to keep in mind. So it, did you pick impacts then solely for his his starting health or did, did his elements come into play or the the ability even?
1: Yeah, well elements uh, that's a good one. He's uh his superior is the explosive element. Yes. Um uh, and for tech that's the that's the damage element you know all your colossal yes. cannons your maniacal machines are all explosive um your fumbling alchemists your tyrax mercenaries um your craze bombers they're all explosive element so uh I-, I think you know uh your mechanical is uh is like your defense and your healing um and your time is kind of your control so this deck has a little bit of everything but it needed to focus on the damage it doesn't do anything else so um yeah, Impex again, wasn't? If he wasn't explosive, I wouldn't have chosen him, even with his high life. Um, so it ha- had to have that superior element.
0: Makes sense. Yeah.
1: And his uh, abilities decent as well. I, uh, I I don't use it often, but sometimes you know if you've if you're running low on cards, you can just you know chip away two damage. Yourself. Exactly.
0: It's a, it's a quick bit of damage there. Yeah. As long as you can sustain it.
1: Yeah, you'd be surprised how often actually. Um, your opponents on like eight life or something like that, you know, you can hit them with a looper or something and then you can just, you can do that some damage, yeah, helps to kind of, um, to move, position the board in your favor.
0: Sure. So then I, one of the biggest things I, I, am always curious about is how do you choose which combos you put in this deck? I, obviously it looks like the, the, the ones you chose for the most part, are damage based, but you still did include like time flicker and nitro heal, which don't deal any damage at all. So, yeah, what's your theory there?
1: Right. Yeah, that's a good uh, that's a good point. So my um, yeah, so you're right. The three what I did first of all is look at the cost of the combos. Okay, and I said to myself, I'm not going to choose any combo that costs more than uh, more than three, because I need to get these out quick and um you can play a lot of these cards in your deck straight away straight down um for an immediate effect so you don't want to be putting them back in your deck all the time for combos you're going to have a very light hand for most of the game so i wanted something that you could play quick um so that that was the first thing the the three cost um and for the two that don't do any damage you're right so the first one time flicker um, and it kind of goes on what i was just saying about how you can burn through your hand very quickly yes the ability to just you know discard or uh, shuffle two cards back into your deck and then draw back up to four and then take an additional action is uh is really good And you can just refresh if you've had a uh, your explosive turn next turn it might just delay to refresh your hand again and you still get an action on top of that
0: Uh, that's very true that that additional action i think some a little bit underrated especially since it it feels almost like a waste because you have to play the card just to get the action in the first place yeah but it's really the 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 ability for this this one in particular i think the the ability to draw four cards gives you those extra cards and still allows you to take another turn so it's like it's basically a free draw in the middle of your turn
1: yeah that's that's completely right, and of course, again, if you're really digging for your uh, to to finish off your opponent, you know, you, you just need that looper, you need that fumbling <laughs> out, something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So if, you, if you if you can, if you can draw that in from the combo, that'd be great.
1: Yep. And uh, and the other card is Nitro Heal. Yes. So, uh, in the very first incarnation of this deck, I had no healing. I yep. didn't have anything. There was no. I, I said to myself, "This was with Jacks." I said to myself, "I've got thirty life now. I've got to beat my opponent before they beat me." Um, but the problem with this is that uh, it allows your opponent to work out what they've got to to defeat you. After after a few turns, they realise you're not healing. You're not playing down any <laughs> heal cards or any defence cards or anything like that. And that's when they start to set up. They start to pass turns start to collect cards in their hands and they're just going for a big turn to finish you off and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. So uh, what I like with Nitro Heal and uh, my defensive card Tyrax Fixer there, which is another hill card, is um, it just stops your opponent from working out from their hand what they've got to do to defeat you. They say, oh, I only need to do 13 more damage. You can play down Nitro Heal and go back up to 26. And it, it, makes, it makes a really big difference. And it's good for... Um, multiplayer games as well it's talking about sustainability um in multiplayer games it's it's even worse because your damage output is really halved depending on uh, where you're directing it so you need a you need a chance to stay in the game longer Nitro Hill just provides that
0: wonderful yeah th- that's that's something I, I, I don't think about too often because I, I haven't really had the chance to play a lot of multiplayer I don't have a lot of experience there yet and also i mean it's something that's fairly unique to lightseekers too i haven't seen that in a lot of other games it's usually just 1v1 and so i do you find yourself building i like you said this deck still, still does work fairly well in multiplayer but would you craft a separate deck or do you have a separate deck that you use specifically for multiplayer games
1: yeah i um i like my i like my core deck my um my, my Storm core deck a lot more for multiplayer. Um, impacts, I feel like, um, against two opponents, if they're going to work against you, um, or if you need to, you can't split the damage because, you know, your Colossi Cannons are damaging your target, not your enemy. Yeah. Um, and so, again, your your enemy is going to take advantage of that, knowing that a lot of your damage isn't going their way. Yep. So they can, they can shore up um, and make sure that... Uh, that they're ready to counter you when uh, if, if it goes one V one, once they um, once it's just you two left. So yeah, I mean, you can play this deck multiplayer, um, but it's, it's tougher. It's, it's tougher. If I would, I would change bits around for it. Um, I guess when the, when the side decks come out and they, they bring out rules for side decking, um, it'll probably be side decked a little bit for some multiplayer action.
0: Makes sense. Uh, so most of these cards, like you said are, are are straight up damage we we we've touched on some of the like the tyrex fixer uh that 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 works to heal you just to give them a little surprise that they might not be expecting yep. but how about cards like tyrex historian it, 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 i i i I struggle with that one like i i guess it kind of it allows you to dig through your deck a bit. Yeah, but you only, you still only net one card, correct?
1: Yeah, it, essentially it replaces itself, right?
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so, I mean, first off, it's uh, it's time element, and some you can't have. I, I can't have a deck of all explosive elements. Um, so you got to when when I build it as well, I got to look at the ratios so that I can effectively play these combos as well. Do you know, can I consistently get these off? Will I have a time card and an explosive in hand? um will i have one of each in hand to get these um but i think sometimes you do need draw support you know um you can get a hand of janks you can get a hand of jank um like craze bomber for instance this is a good card so it's a buff uh, it's an attack that removes buffs yes but uh sometimes in the opening it's it's completely useless <laughs> you know your opponent might not play it down and you're just sitting on this card With Tyrax Historian, at least it gives you the opportunity to shuffle it back in. Sure. Um, And you're right, yeah, you you can net one out of it. Um, Again, I've had times where, and I've I've touched upon it again, where, you know, you just need that last, you just need one card, one card to finish them off. Your opponent's hanging around six life, five life, and there's, (laughs) I've got like uh, 15 cards left in the deck. Eight or nine of them deal over six, uh, over five damage, five, six damage, and you're just not drawing into any of them. Sometimes Tyrax historian can just give you that little push, do you know what I mean, just to uh, just to fetch that last card.
0: So then, okay, I kind of going along that damage. Like I, you mentioned, you have, you're looking for that six damage a lot of times. Yeah, like that's that, right. That, that that's kind of that that magic number. Like a, a lot of cards will give you five or less, but six or more is kind of where it's at. And I, I have a feeling that's that's why you include like the Umber Marauder.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, you may find that once you get a couple of Colossi cannons in play as well, you're you're taking more damage than your opponent. You know, you got to take four damage um, from Colossi before uh, before your opponent takes the eleven. Yeah, and sometimes, um, and again with Impex's uh, effect as well, by taking two damage yourself, you might be able to manipulate um your health so that you're actually lower or just lower than your opponents to uh to play umbra marauder and uh it's again it's there will be times when you will when you will be lower life than uh than your opponent and uh yeah just that six damage with uh, with no drawback uh, i really like but just as a one off i think
0: yeah uh, I- that that's something I always think about. It's like because the unaligned cards, obviously, they don't have an element, so they're not helping you pay for combos. It feels like they're they're just almost filler cards sometimes. But do do you aim, when you put them in decks, do you aim to? Like I, it sounds like in this deck particularly, you have a purpose for it that's in there. It's yeah. not like you 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 filled up your deck with twenty nine cards and you needed you had one open spot, Respect. so you threw yeah, an unaligned sure. card in there.
1: Yeah, that's that's right. Um, you are right. They are filler cards. They almost make really good side deck cards. Yeah. Um, like a uh, Creval Potion Master is another good one. I kind of got that in a in a kind of working side deck at the moment. It's just a buff that stops um, reduces healing. By, sure. its, by its value on the card and that's um, that's really good as well I like to side that in when I'm playing against Dread decks because um, they're just healing and healing uh, and nature decks as well I guess to an extent um, if you can reduce those heals because it, it, they can outlast you if you burn through all your cards in this deck they're going to outlast you so you need a way to reduce that um, yeah and you, you're right it wouldn't make it into the main deck most of the time but uh, yeah it sits on the side uh yeah yeah
0: so it, it okay over over looking at the deck overall you you kind of mentioned that you have a good supply of cards in your area so you've been able yeah. to pretty much get everything you want it, it, is there anything in this deck that you you want to change or you just don't have the cards for yet that you're still looking for
1: um to, to be truth i'm actually proxying one colossi cannon okay um because uh in my local shop the uh the tech deck was sold before <laughs> before I got down there <laughs> to uh to pick it up.
0: Yeah, that's um, that's definitely a tough part with those exclusive cards.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the killer. Cuz I, I was kind of I'm in an R in about um running three warp toad over um, cuz I run two crazed bomber two warp toad, but you know, do I run three warp toad and one Craze bomber? It's just like um it's just like removal right? It's like,
0: yeah, yeah. They're, bo- they're both removal. It's just the craze yeah. bomber, uh, f- forces you to affect yourself as well. Correct.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's, that's right. And it's, um, you know, sometimes late game, you don't want that craze bomber, uh, especially when you've got like maniacal machine out. Cause if you've got to get rid of it, you're taking three damage as well. Yeah. Um, you don't want to remove your colossi cannons until the very last. M- well, you don't really want to remove them at all. <laughs> you want to walk them <laughs> back into your hand. Um, so yeah, it's, it it really depends on 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 what the game states like. Uh, I guess that just that that's the difference between building a deck and then knowing how to play it.
0: Very true. So you mentioned Warp Toad that it, so it, it reads you know return up to three buffs in play on any hero to their owner's hands. So it, it's a very powerful powerful card to begin with, but. I think most people instinctively, with buff removal, try to attack their opponents. Yeah. But Warp Toad is one of those cards that, it's a defend card, and it specifically states any hero, so it can affect your own cards in play. Yes. Do you, yeah, fi- right. do you find yourself more often using it as an attack, or do you, do you use it, like you said, to bring cards back to your own hand?
1: um yeah i like to if if i can get those colossi cannons out and i know i've got fountain of times in hand like if i if, if i've got a way to to make sure that when i pick colossi cannon up it's just not going to sit on the uh, on the board for two more turns um just dealing damage to me then yeah i like to uh, i like to pick it up I'm, I'm careful when i use warp toad against um my opponent's buffs that have an ability when they come straight in do you know they might have like one heal or deal two damage or something like that you don't want to send it back to, to their hand just so they can play it again and, and trigger it off or use that card for a combo that they've just drawn or something like that so uh, yeah I guess I'd say more it's probably like a, maybe like a 60-40 split to okay. me to pick up cards um, you can also pick up your combos as well so it helps with um, smart bomb
0: ooh yeah yeah, so you can def- use that. you
1: can detonate it yeah pick it back up play it back down again
0: beautiful um i, I guess i i am I'm pretty impressed with this deck. i i might have to try it out sometime actually yeah um like you said especially in the early stages of this game when aggro decks are kind of where it's at so it, is there any any final comments you have about this deck any, and things people should know about it or any other comments you'd like to make?
1: Yeah, um, I guess when when you're playing it, some advice is um, be careful with your colossi cannons um, because your opponents know that you're going to take the damage and they're going uh, to wait until you've taken the maximum amount of damage before they destroy it or send it back to your hand. So when I play them down, I make sure that my opponent's very low on cards. Um, yeah, so at least uh, you have an opportunity. Or don't play it at all unless you've got Fountain of Time in your hand. That's a big card. Don't underestimate the value of Fountain of Time for spinning um, both Colossi Cannon and Maniacal Machine. Because that will trigger... If you've got Maniacal Machine out, you can use Fountain of Time to rotate it backwards and it will trigger its effects um, at each point as well.
0: Yeah, so every if- time it passes over.
1: Yeah, that's it. So you can get the nine damage and then rotate it back twice um, as well and take the six. So, you know, you get uh, you get 15 out of that. Um, sometimes you can keep your maniacal machines going. For I've, I've had a game where I've played it down turn one and I've been able to keep it going the whole game.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. He's, your opponent just sometimes they see the three damage and just take it. <laughs> so they're, just, they're just happy to. Uh, but, you know, with the with the extra damage from your attack cards, you do your six damage. Plus the nine from Maniacal, that's ten or, or it's nine, but you know that's nearly a third of their of, of a hero's total health in a, in a turn when Definitely. you can get it, when you can get it going. So um, yeah, don't underestimate all the little things add up. Impacts the three damage from a Maniacal machine. Um, wait to use the right opportunities to heal as well. Um, I, I never play uh, Tyrax Fixer unless I'm below fifteen life. I don't want to heal for forever. Oh always yeah,
0: four ever. yeah. That, that, I mean. That, that that's one of those cards I, I, I it doesn't seem like there's a reason to ever play early
1: yeah that's that's completely right yeah i guess just make sure that you think you want to get on an aggro list you, you want to be tight when you play every card wants maximum value maximum impact um and and that's it but again it can be forgiving as well it can take your opponent by complete surprise if they're playing a deck that doesn't do a lot of doesn't do a lot of anything really you know they're just playing buffs and a couple of defends and bits and pieces do you know, you can hit them down for an overwhelming blast turn one and deal with 11 damage to them. You know, draw a card off, off of that combo as well. Hit them for a looper and a fumbling alchemist next turn for 12. Do you know, over 20 life in two turns. They yeah. can really be caught um, it, by surprise.
0: Yeah, that, that, that's something I, I find myself doing a lot is if you can hit them early for double digits, that really yeah. kind of puts them back on their heels and even if they they do have some sort of attack, like th- they're a lot more hesitant to use it when they've lost so much life so early.
1: Yeah, that's that's, that's you're so right. You're so right. It puts people on the back foot. Now they don't want to do their you know their their cards that deal four. They, you know their Chrono Moths that uh-huh. deal three damage for a card and stuff like that. Yeah, that they're, they're on the back foot. Yeah, and then you can capitalize on that, and uh, just consistent damage every turn. You know that's what you want to do. You know if you if you're only going to play one card a turn get the attack get the five or get the six damage and you just keep it going and going don't stall it because you might not recover
0: good advice i like it all right jake um uh, thank you for sharing this deck with us uh thank you for being on the show today
1: thank you it's been a pleasure
0: if people would want to i don't know get a hold of you discuss this deck a little more discuss other light seeker strategy uh is there a place they could get in touch with you
1: yeah, I'm uh, I'm on the the official Lightseekers League, um, the online Lightseekers League as uh, Jaeger Noon. Uh, I also run a series of videos on YouTube where I talk over new decks and uh, things that are happening in uh, Play Fusion HQ. And um, my YouTube tag is Mu U two, it's uh, N U and then the number two. And uh, yeah, you can find me on there. I've got that Cora deck list up there, um, and I've got some of the earlier incarnations of this deck as well. Uh, <laughs> You can see all the shameful mistakes that I made, uh, when I I first started.
0: All right. I like it. Well, once again, thank you for being on the show and, uh, hopefully we'll get to get some, uh, matches in soon.
1: Yeah. Thanks very much. Take care.
0: Big thank you going out to Jaeger Noon or Jake for being on the show today. I really want to thank him for agreeing to do the show before it even really existed. He had no idea what he's getting into really, but, uh, Fabulous job, Jake. Thank you so much. Now, before I let you go, I have one last reminder. You have just one week left to submit your iTunes review, take a screenshot, and post it on Twitter to enter for your chance to win some DeliveryCrab.com store credit. If you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, go listen to the end of episode one again In that episode, I explained to you exactly what's going on, Um, but yeah, we only have one week left to submit your review. That's all for this week. I got to go make some more deliveries.